Coming up, are we about to see a huge step change in the global media industry? Hello and welcome to ID.com's Media Snack, episode 45. Uh, it is that time of year. I think we start to reflect on what has been achieved in the industry in 2016 and we all start to look ahead to 2017. That's right. uh, and we do so with a lot of excitement, I think, at the moment. Yeah. All coming up on today's Media Snack in just the time it takes to eat a sandwich. Okay, so 2016. Yeah. So far, it's the, the end of 2016 is rapidly approaching. I think we're starting to acknowledge uh, that 2016 will, we will look back and regard it as a massive catalyst for change in the media industry. Absolutely. Um, we anticipated that might be the case mm -hmm. because there's loads of stuff going on this year. You might have seen our summer recap special. Um, but it's making an impact, it is having a change. And then we're starting to think ahead, 2017, a lot of brands that we're talking to, planning for next year, um, our thinking is that 2017 is going to see a significant step change yeah. uh, and reorganization of the media industry. That's right, yeah. So, you know, we anticipated 2016 to be another year of massive pitches. That wasn't the case. What we did see this year was a key focus on transparency, yeah. uh, a kind of a reinvigoration of senior media specialists within the brand side, yeah. and you know the launching of some really interesting media agencies. Yeah, yeah. I think what's been happening this year, I mean, and the pivotal point, is, of course, is the ANA rebate report. Now, although that was a US-focused initiative, uh, something which we think was. Uh, you know, very, very well managed and yeah. very valuable to the industry. I think its implications have been really widespread. And we haven't seen any kind of really dramatic impact of that or results or actions on the back of that. But it's, it's the ripples from it have yeah. just caused so many brands to wake up, I think, and yeah. think about media in a way that they hadn't before. Yeah. And also now, as they start planning for next year, are absolutely challenged to think about what media means to their business in the future. And so anyone who has postponed a pitch yeah. or is thinking, not even a pitching, but just about the requirements for a media agency ahead are starting to kind of work forward three, four, five years. Yeah, right. And that means that the requirements from an agency are so different to perhaps what they contracted four or five years yeah. ago um, that it's creating the opportunity for people just to stop yeah. and take stock, think about how they're organized internally for media, and therefore what the requirements are gonna be from the media agency landscape and the you know, media vendor landscape in the future. It's very exciting. And that's what it's done. I think it has reinvigorated media within uh, large marketing organizations. Yeah. We've talked about it before. It has raised media's profile within the corporate agenda. Yeah. Uh, the chief executive now has a point of view or should have a point of view on media. Yeah. The desire for large organizations to, I think, invest in smart media resource, mm -hmm. um, not least Procter & Gamble, who have pioneered that again by bringing Jerry D'Angelo into yeah. the chief media uh, officer role. 
something that wasn't there in, for the last three or four years. Um, uh, but I think the onset of smart media experts within organisations will begin to champion that moving forward. Yeah. And that's only, that can only be a good thing. Yeah. I mean, another massive positive from what we've seen this year is that brands just won't accept conflicts of interest any yeah. longer. You know, the yeah. spotlight has been on transparency, the spotlight has been objective decision-making and strategizing, And brands just insist on it. Um, uh, agencies are insisting on it from the, the challenges that Group M have had with, with ubiquity. So conflicts of interest, yeah. I think, are, are I, I'm hoping are going to be thing of the past moving forward. Yeah, yeah. And that, that has an impact uh, on the way agencies operate, right, and the way that they... They get paid. I yeah. think that's another thing that we, you know we you know we've seen quite a bit of this year, and we expect to see more and more. Is just agency of resource or any external yeah. resources just much closer aligned to yeah. the you know clients' objectives, and that that again should eradicate those kind of concerns, yeah. conflicts of interest, lacks of transparency. Yeah. Where both agency and brand and advertiser are aligned in what value and performance means. Yeah. Uh, and I think, uh, you know, the embracing of more progressive ways of remunerating agencies uh, is something we're going to see a lot more of yeah. this year. And that will come from the client side, right? I mean, and that's what's been really interesting is more and more conversation, looking ahead, um, you know, brands saying, we're really clear there are requirements for a media agency. In, going into the future, or if we're not, we need to figure it out. Yeah. Right? We don't just go shopping for our media agencies anymore. We figure out our requirements, we draft a blueprint, we create a vision for how we want to structure agency resources, mm. and we want to align them with our, you know, much closer to our own business, uh, you know, outcomes and objectives. Yeah. Uh, and we demand, you know, zero conflicts of interest, absolute transparency, complete commitment and alignment strategically. You know, th these, this is the big call that's going to come from the, from the marketers. Yeah. Um, and these, that, are, these are the very foundations of, of a partnership. Yeah, you should, they should be there. You know, and we've kind of lost sight of all of that stuff. So uh, that's why we're getting excited about 2017, because we can just sense that this stuff is coming. Yeah. And the impact you know, from a marketer that can say all of those things the impact on the agency is going to be phenomenal, but in a very positive way. It's going to be quite disruptive for agencies, but I think you know, most of the groups now have, have built themselves to be relatively agile. Mm. It was an interesting thing. Michael Roth was in the press today uh, <clears throat> talking about Facebook and other things, and he calls their model open architecture, which yeah. I think is quite a nice way of explaining it. We've seen publicists restructure to be more agile around clients, uh, we've seen, you know, Group M historically kind of win business by for big advertisers by building these kind of dedicated teams. Uh, on Group M, and we, today we've seen that uh, that Kelly Clark is yeah. now going to be the chief executive, and yeah. Dominic Proctor is going to be uh, moving into another role within WP. Yeah. I mean, what do you what do you make of that? Is that is that anything other than Dominic's four year tenure is concluded, and you know? I don't know, you, we, you could, I mean, you know, you could read something into that, potentially, because, uh, you know, maybe we're putting two and two together, but it, and it may be purely coincidental, mm. but it's a good time, maybe, for agencies to, to change to that next generation of leadership. Yeah. I wouldn't be surprised if we see a real changing of the guard, potentially across major media agencies, uh, just because th there's a new battle, yeah. right, you know. The last five years have involved them uh, 
you know, executing certain strategies, become very kind of technologically savvy, diversify their services, become very consistent global networks, all of that kind of stuff, uh, and built to be quite agile. Uh, I think now it's a different thing. I mean, mm. the, the challenges of media agencies are, yeah. are maybe different in this reality that we're talking about for next year, this step change. So, and also, I mean, the, the ascendancy of Omnicom, right? Yeah. And, and the launching of uh, their newest uh, network, which is uh, Hearts and Science, yeah. which has had a phenomenal success. Yeah. Uh, do you think that that had any influence on perhaps the restructuring of, of the management team at, uh, at Group M? Uh, I, mean, I don't think it's a direct result, but I mean, you've got to feel Omnicom at the moment, from a media perspective, have got a lot of momentum, a lot of attention. Um, and in some ways, they've made... Uh, they kind of made Group M at the moment look a little bit pedestrian, mm. uh, which is amazing to say because they've been so uh, so kind of aggressive in their in their kind of growth and innovation. So perhaps again, that's something to do with it. You know, I think it all comes down to new ways of thinking required, new models, so new leadership. You know, expect those kind of those kind of changes, and Omni, that those Omnicom. Uh, you know the, the changes that Omnicom have made, and these kind of new, the new propositions, again, are just symptomatic yeah. of client demand. Right? We've got to remember, Hearts and Science mm. kind of came out of a, of a request from P and G. You know, I don't think it was some person's kind of like random idea. Uh, you know, it was probably driven by client demand. Mm. Um, so all of this step change that we're talking about, and the reason that we're getting excited. Um, is that we can just feel a little bit of a groundswell now of marketer and kind of corporate interest in media, yeah. a redesigning of what a media agency or what media agency resources are going to be required. Um, and I think that's exciting. And I think we'll, we'll look back and we'll say, look, this may have happened organically, but the A&A report really was the kind of pebble in the pond that's just created all those ripples and just generated all these new conversations, which yeah. I think is going to just is going to kind of come together to force change to yeah. the industry. I hope that um, uh, going into the new year, uh, you know, any sense of fear around the confusion and the complexity of media is, uh, I hope, replaced by a sense of inspiration about the opportunity. Yeah, that was a nice kind of Christmas message you did. That's a bit early in the season for that. But that's okay. good. Uh, I, th I think it will. Uh, I think that comes down to it. You know, at the moment, there's lots of people out there kind of panicking and auditing their way to success, you know, trying to find you know, more and more ways to audit their media agencies. Um, but you know, auditing doesn't grow your top line. No. You know, if, you, if you really want to use media to grow your business, then you've got to think about it more strategically. Uh, and you've got to be working with an agency that is aligned to that vision. Yeah. And it comes down to exactly that is we are terrified, not we're not, as an industry, you know, we get terrified with the complexity, overwhelmed with the complexity of media. We've been paralyzed by it for the last five years. Um, you know, it's next year is the time to lift our heads, to look at, you know, look ahead, get excited more by the opportunity of media yeah. and what it's gonna do for the business. And agencies, I think, to survive or to flourish, let's say, uh, are going to have to fully embrace, I think, that and present that opportunity to their clients. Couldn't agree with you more. Looking forward to that. Game on.
Okay, before we go, uh, just to remind you, today is the last chance you'll have to take part in our research looking at media training and education. Have you done it? I didn't think I was allowed to. You're not allowed to, actually. No, don't do it. Um, so we'll link to it below. Uh, it takes five minutes. Please fill it in. We'd really appreciate your thoughts, and you'll get the full report back as a great thank you. Uh, but that's all for this week. Uh, bye for now. Have a good weekend.